Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Welcome again to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name's Steve Lacey. And I'm Phil Thompson. Good to be with you. We are a tech company called JSL Solutions. And uh, lest we confuse people, which I, I probably do all the time, uh, JSL Solutions has three main products. Yes, streamingchurch.tv, churchapplive, and myflock.com. Right, churchapplive.com is the yes. domain, and myflock.com is that. So, so anyhow, we're a company. We, In case you're new to us, we... We help uh, churches. We work with churches exclusively. We talk a lot about tech, but we talk about other things like volunteers and helping churches grow. And because we have a lot of ministry experience between us and we love churches. So we get all over the board. But hopefully this podcast is helpful. And today we have a guest. Yes, uh, Paul Allen Clifford. We've had him in the past. We've had Paul in the past. And uh, Paul is. the founder of TrinityDigitalMedia.com. So just mm-hmm. spell that out, TrinityDigitalMedia.com. Uh, and he has been, he's an expert when it comes to tech. He's been, he's worked for churches. He's volunteered. He does a bunch of different things. He's seen his church grow to uh, large numbers. And he's written some books uh, like Podcasting in Churches and Twitter in churches and servant heart volunteering and uh, other things. He's written for lots of publications. And as Steve said, we've had Paul on before. Paul, thanks for being with us today. How are you? I'm doing wonderfully. Thanks for having me. Well, we're, we're always glad to have you and you're a great resource and you've got YouTube stuff out there and all those things, which we'll probably get to in a little bit, but you're a, you're an awesome source, not only for me, but for uh, people out there doing churches. And uh, let's talk for a little bit here. We're going to talk about ProPresenter. And ProPresenter mm-hmm. is uh, what I guess I would call, as a layperson, software. It's presentation software that churches can use to project Images, videos, all sorts of things. Am I am I getting this right, Paul? Yeah. Um, if you're not familiar with the, the church presentation software market, think of it as PowerPoint, because most people know what that is. But it's designed specifically for churches, so it has some features that are just really, really nice. Um, I was actually... It's kind of funny, given the fact that I'm uh, the pro presenter guy um, because of all the tutorials I've put on YouTube and the courses and et cetera that I've made. Uh, But I was hesitant to move from PowerPoint because everyone knows it. Mm -hmm. And then my uh, church convinced me to demo some stuff. And I thought, you know, this this will be great for when we're in a situation where the worship leader forgets which chorus we're yeah. singing yeah. or is moved by the Holy Spirit, whichever, it doesn't matter. The result's the same. You're running the lyrics and you don't know where they're going. Yeah. So, I, uh, I used to do worship. I can uh, I can understand that. So I think when we had you on six or seven months ago, we did talk about ProPresenter, I think. But, mm-hmm. but let's talk a little more specifically because we are a company that does streaming video. 
So let's mm-hmm. talk about streaming video and ProPresenter and how you can actually use streaming video and run it through ProPresenter software. I mean, you can do that, right? Yeah. So there's, um, I wrote down five different ways of doing it, and it really depends on your particular situation as to which one is going to be the best for you. Um, but a lot of, there's no, live streaming component with uh, ProPresenter 6 or previous versions per se, but there are a lot of churches that do live streaming that want to send the text out that is up on the screens to the live stream, Mm -hmm. um, and they kind of say, well, how do I go about doing that? And that's what I thought that we would talk about today is uh, some of the different ways of doing just that. All right, so this is taking the lyrics or the <clears throat> scripture or whatever that's presented through ProPresenter and having that integrated in with the live stream. That's what we're talking about, right? Yeah, and that's maybe probably a good place to start is if all you want is lyrics for uh, music or uh, sermon slides, uh, text-based stuff, there's probably the way that I would um, recommend doing it is with a dedicated computer, but it doesn't need to be a very beefy computer. So for the text, send the output of this dedicated computer into your video switcher or send it into your encoder, whether that's a software-based encoder like OBS, or it's a hardware encoder like something as uh, basic as the Teradek video um, or one of the more advanced pieces. And you can send it over the network so you're not actually um, bogging down your main presentation computer, your ProPresenter computer, send that over the network to something as um, basic as a Raspberry Pi or a Windows machine or an older Mac or, you know, if you've got a a spare computer, you could do that using some software called the Stage Display Viewer. uh, Let me get this right. Stage Display Viewer is the software you can use Mm-hmm. To do this, so so I'm just going to back up here, right? So so I, I sure. do streaming video. So I've got OBS, mm-hmm. Open Broadcaster software. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I do my streaming with that on a computer, and then I have ProPresenter, maybe on another computer mm-hmm. that's projecting to the screens in the congregation. And now mm-hmm. you're so so you're saying send something to my OBS, right? And, using mm-hmm. stage display software, and typically the. The pro presenter app, the stuff that's going on the screens would have a background on it, right? And they do a lot of right. moving background things. So you don't want that going to your stream. Right. So you're going to show us or talk us through how to how to make this happen. Yeah. So um, there's a guy, I believe he's probably just a volunteer at his church. I mean, I say just. That's me. Volunteers run churches, <laughs> right? That's me too. Um, so... Um, his name is Daniel uh, Kilgren, 
And on GitHub, which if you know anything about programming, a lot of times uh, people will create little pieces of software and they'll throw it up on GitHub and say, hey, download this. Here's the source code. So if you want to tweak it, you can. So he has this little piece of software called Stage Display Viewer that you can get. And I'll send you guys a link so that you can put it in the show notes. Uh, And it runs on Java, so it's cross-platform. So you can throw it on a Linux box, throw it on a Windows box, or throw it on a Mac. And it basically listens over the network for the the stream of text-based information that ProPresenter sends out for the stage display. Um, they've got a stage display app that basically does the exact same thing. But this is much more basic. It just takes the first, it takes whatever's actually showing on the screen text-wise, and it puts it on a black background. Hmm. But Does it include like the font and the size and all that sort of thing too? Yeah. Okay. So what's really good about it is it's very basic. Um, So if you know anything about uh, CSS for web pages, you can tweak it. So what I did was while it had a black background, I thought, I wonder if I could give it a chroma key green background so that in OBS I can use the keyer module and key out the background and then put that over top of my text. So that's exactly what I did. And um, it's actually not all that hard. I've got a, um, a tutorial on YouTube about how to do it, but you can do that. And if text is all you want, then this is a great solution for having the two functions of encoding separate from the display. So you can imagine that encoding is kind of a pretty intense process if you're doing it in software and display with ProPresenter can be a pretty intense process. And if you have problems with either one of those, they can mess up the other. So that's why this particular way of doing it is uh, pretty cool. Hmm. And, you know, it doesn't require a high-end computer to do it because it's just basically showing text like it's a web page and then you use your encoder software to do the encoding. So that's the end of the process that would be uh, more beefy. So does this, I'm just trying to envision exactly how this is working. I got ProPresenter, let's say, up in my sound booth and at our church we had the streaming equipment actually in a separate room. So this Mm -hmm. um, the stage display software would run on the computer that ProPresenter is running on? It's just a separate app? Or is it no, a, no. It, is a, it, it would run on the computer down where the encoder software is. Oh, okay. So, so ProPresenter sends the text information over the network, and Renewed Vision, who makes ProPresenter, uses that as the... It can uh, show up on an app on um, an iPhone, an Android phone, uh, a tablet, etc. So you could have musicians 
see stuff that's on the stage display on a on an app on a device on a um a music stand on stage for oh, example okay or their pro video player software can also see that information and take the text and display that on a separate computer but this little app is so lightweight and small that it, it can run on anything that can uh, do Java. So basically all the information is running around the network at church and you just have a computer that uh, sees it and grabs it and displays it hmm. using this stage display viewer app, which is a open source little piece of software. So within, and I'm not a, I apologize, I'm not a user of ProPresenter, but within ProPresenter, yeah. I, I assume you would say, send this output to another computer that's on my network. Do I, does it give me a list of computers to choose from, or do I need to know IP addresses? How does it, how do I send stuff to another computer from ProPresenter? Is it pretty straightforward? Yeah, um, it automatically sends the information out, but it tells you a port to look at. So basically, with the stage display viewer software, you when you're configuring it, you say, hey, my stage display is coming from computer 192.168.1.12, oh, okay. for example, port 45678. I just made both of those up, but right. those are things that you can find out in your ProPresenter computer. Oh. And then you put that into the stage display viewer software and then it shows up there. And once you have it configured, it's pretty straightforward and easy. It just is there. And that's really, really and then, cool. And then within OBS, um, as you set up this external input for your you know, lower thirds, for example, Mm -hmm. uh, you're telling OBS to go grab the content from, and I haven't, I, I'm familiar with OBS, but I've not set up uh, any lower thirds or done any, any right. of that. You, you tell it to go grab this content from this app that's running. Or, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so it just does that. Basically you say, Hey, this window has the information that I want to capture. Um, and so it, it does kind of a screen capture kind of thing. And then you can add a keyer module to it, which is also in OBS. And so you could tell it, let's do a Luma key and remove the black, which is by default what the stage display viewer software has in the background. Or if you change the background color to chroma key green, for example, like I did in the tutorial, you can say, hey, remove chroma key green, and then you can have your drop shadow or your outline still showing up, and you get a little bit of um, separation. If you know someone's wearing a white shirt and you put a white text in front of that, it might disappear, but if you've got a little bit of an outline or a drop shadow, it wouldn't disappear necessarily. Mm -hmm. So that's something else and to do. within this stage display viewer i assume let's say i'm 
I've got a, a light background in the sanctuary that I'm projecting my lyrics onto, so all the lyrics are black. But when I go to the web, I want it to show up as white text. I would make that change within this little piece of software. Is yeah, that- I believe so. I believe that you can do that. I'm blanking off the top of my head exactly how you do this because it's been a few months since I did this and I don't do it every sure. week. But I believe that um, all it receives is the words mm-hmm. and then you can do CSS styling to make it look how you want it to look. Hmm. So uh, before I forget, let, let's talk about the YouTube video because you go into a lot of detail on your YouTube video. H- how do people find your YouTube? You've got lots of YouTube videos. So how can people find uh, you know this video and even some other ones? Well, um, I'll give you a link to the ones that we talk about, okay. but if you just look up, um, basically, if you Google ProPresenter mm-hmm. um, and any question you have, there's a really good chance that my tutorials are going to come up because I've got nearly 200. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, like every week I'm thinking, okay, what have I not covered? And then someone will ask a question. I'll go, that, great. <laughs> so. Um, I, when ProPresenter 6 came out, I just went through all the new features. And then, at, like in one day, I did like 20 little bitty videos. Right. And Google picked up on that really fast because I had more tutorials up than Renewed Vision really even had at that point for ProPresenter 6. And then I just kept expanding. So that's a good way to do it. For this particular one, it's... Uh, ProPresenter 6 tutorial colon how to send text over the network from ProPresenter to OBS to live stream. Mm-hmm. So I try and keep the titles kind of exactly what you would ask. Right. Like, how do I send text over the network from ProPresenter to OBS? Well, you go to the tutorial how to send text over the network from ProPresenter <laughs> to OBS. Or if I, I Google that phrase, then it's going to take me probably right to your video, I would assume. Yeah, probably. So okay. Um, so, are there other th- are there other ways to do this? Um, you know, like mm-hmm. my my church. Ironically, I work for StreamingChurch.tv, and my church isn't streaming yet. It's a small church, but we <laughs> want to do that. We we definitely want to. I mean, can I take a camera and plug it in where it shows up through ProPresenter? And then send it to my OBS. I mean, are there other, I guess I'm asking, are there other alternatives to this? Right, right. So one thing that I hear churches ask over and over again, I just released this tutorial yesterday. So um, they ask about using the live video function to show live video of the pastor. Right. So sending video into ProPresenter and then, Back, right back out with text over it, etc. Um, and I generally try and dissuade people from doing that because I've found that you're going to get latency of uh, yeah. probably six to eight frames. Wow. Um, and people start noticing at one and a half to three. Right. So that's... But if you're if you've got two computers uh, doing ProPresenter and you're not sending 
the one with the camera to the screen, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter that it's a fifth of the second delayed because by the time it goes through mm-hmm. uh, streaming church, your servers and then out to the person and the person that's watching it is halfway around the world anyway. Right. Right. You know, you're going to introduce other latency. So that's less of an issue. Um, But if you wanted to send something other than just text, there are a couple of other ways to do it. So the first way I told you about was text only really. Mm -hmm. Um, but ProPresenter 6, the Mac version, this is very important, has this little checkbox in the settings called Enable Siphon. And if you're not using any Siphon-enabled software, it doesn't look like it does anything. It took me six months to figure out what this thing did. I'd check it, nothing would happen. I'd uncheck it, nothing would happen. Didn't know what it was. But what it is, is um, there's a little utility called Siphon, S-Y-P-H-O-N, that is like a text, um, not a text, uh, more like a screen capture utility that's built into ProPresenter 6 on the Mac. So it basically sends the same output that you see coming out of ProPresenter to other software on that same computer, like, say, OBS. We've talked about that. Um, And it can show up, and from OBS's perspective, it looks like a webcam to it. So it just shows up. And so so that's something pretty cool, too. You just add an input, say, hey, I want it to be this siphon input. Oh, it's called ProPresenter 6. I guess that's what I want, and it it shows up there. And so that would be great if you wanted to do not only text, but you also wanted to do video. Let's say that you had a um, you had the com- uh, the camera plugged into it, and you're sending this over the network to a slave computer because that's one of the other features of ProPresenter. It has a master slave module. So you can have a master computer that's the one that actually goes out to the screen in your church service. Then you could have a slave computer that tracks along with it, but it has different formatting, even though all the words are the same, all the videos are playing at the same time and everything, but it has different formatting. And maybe that's what you send to OBS. Hmm. So Fascinating. Yeah. So um, this kind of prompts a question. We had a, a customer that was wanting to send a certain resolution signal from to another facility in a, in a different resolution to the stream. This may be a way to do that if you had ProPresenter. Is that I? Yeah. So the question they had was, hey, we want to send a resolution online. People can watch online the streamingchurch.tv platform. But mm-hmm. we're sending it. We want to also send a stream to our campus, three hundred miles away, and we want it to be a different resolution or a different aspect ratio. Different aspect, yeah. Yeah, one's going to be mm-hmm. sixteen by nine, and the other is going to be fourteen by right. three, and right. we're by scratching three, yeah. our heads and yeah. going, hmm, "How would you do yeah. that?" Yeah, you got an right? answer. We got three minutes. You got an answer, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there's 
obviously uh, hardware that can do that, but that's probably outside the budget for uh, most churches. But uh, I've talked to more than one church that has uh, the master-slave module enabled, and they've got – I talked to a church on the ProPresenter Users Group on Facebook, which I created. Um, there's like 4,200 church people there talking about ProPresenter. Um, and um, we – this particular church had four or five slaves to the one master doing different things. So you could absolutely have um, w- the master that's in the main location is 16 by 9. The slave that's in the satellite location or will be sent to the satellite location, rather, is 4 by 3. And then the slave that's sent to the live stream is 16 by 9, but it's lower thirds as opposed to full screen. So hmm. you could do that, absolutely. Well, there you go. I may, I may just have them call you. <laughs> All right. Well, this is awesome. So we're actually about out of time. And I think if uh, people are listening that are not true tech geeks, we probably lost them five minutes into this, this <laughs> podcast. But uh, but the videos will help, I think. I think yeah. watching your videos, people go, oh, okay, yeah, I, I can do that. I know OBS. I know ProPresenter. Yeah, I can figure this out. Absolutely. So let me, let me I'll, I'll give you a chance to plug something here in a moment, but let me make sure I plug your website again. So it's Paul Allen Clifford here. We've been talking to trinitydigitalmedia.com. That's his main website, and he's written some books. And, and what can we plug for you? you got a couple of minutes. Plug. What, what do you want us to – what do you want our listeners to know? What do you well, got going uh, on? hopefully coming out real soon, I've got uh, – the uh, live streaming church book that um, was supposed to have come out before now, actually, but uh, that's with church mag uh, publishing. So hopefully we'll get that coming out soon because you might've guessed in addition to pro presenter, I also deal with a lot of live streaming. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be in direct competition to my book that came out a few years ago. You know that, right? (laughs) Don't look it up. It's out of date. (laughs) <laughs> but I'm sorry. Yeah, go that, ahead. <laughs> that's the problem. You know that that's the nature of our business. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But I, I already know stuff. I turned in the manuscript like April. I already know stuff that's out of date, and <laughs> it's, it's just the way that it is. Yeah. And you know, it's not like a lot, and probably very few people would know that it's out of date, but. Like there was one little thing and I'm like, Ooh, I wish I could change that, (laughs) but it's in process, you know, and it just, as time goes on, that's the way that it is. And and that information is going to be on your website, right? Trinity digital media where people can get that, right? Yeah, absolutely. And then you have things going on like Mondays, you have tech help. You still have tech help for churches on Mondays going on there. If people go to the website. Yeah. um, You got a schedule here, right? You got, yeah. Yeah, I've got uh, four shows that I do, and three of them have kind of been on hiatus recently because it's just been so busy doing the freelance work that I do to make ends meet while I'm trying to get the word out. Uh, But I'm hoping to bring those all back. Uh, Tech Help for Churches is uh, usually about new media and social media for the church. Um, Techno Babble is my oldest show it's all about video production for churches then i've got the 
Tuesday show, which is the pro presenter show and um, a question and answer show that I do on Fridays. But so the pro presenter show is still like I'm I'm still releasing things, but I'm coming back with the others here very soon, hopefully. Awesome. Well, we're out of time. I think Steve wants to ask you more questions. I was just, I'm just, we, you have the, the, the one show that's written out here and it was your techno babble. People might think, oh, it's tech, comma, no babble, which is perfect. It's yeah, just yeah. such a great name. <laughs> yeah. Spelled like the Tower of Babel. Yes. So, yeah. no, yeah. that story is all about the dangers of being too proud of your technology. Their technology <laughs> is a tall tower, but uh, our technology is electronics, and people think, I don't need God, I've got the internet. Yeah, don't make that same mistake. People have made it before. <laughs> That's true. In Genesis, it wasn't even like Revelation where they made it. They made it early. <laughs> it's one thing we learn from history, and that is we don't learn from history. But anyhow, uh, There's- so, all right, we're out of time, unfortunately. We need to have you back sooner. Paul Allen Clifford is the man here. Uh, and again, it's tech, Trinity, trinitydigitalmedia.com. You just Google Paul. Alan Clifford, you'll find his stuff. And uh, we we sure appreciate you, Paul. Thanks for being our guest today. Well, I'm glad to be on anytime. All right. Well, we'll uh, and we'll probably hit you up for some questions we can't answer from customers. So thank you again. And uh, we're out of time, so I'll just get out of here. Uh, Steve Lacey's across the table. And speaking again with Paul Allen Clifford, I'm Phil Thompson. Thanks for listening to the Church Solutions podcast. We'll catch you again next time for another another edition. Have a great day.